if you thought that Reed Richards was going to show up in this show, congratulations, you played yourself. If you thought Mephisto was going to be showing up in this show, congratulations, you played yourself. Too unheard of. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Unheard Of. I'm Arthur, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my co-host, Jared. How you doing, man? Good, man. Been a, been a tough week, a lot of work, but here we are. Uh, about to go back to the theaters for the first time in over a year with my son. Uh, so, you know, doing okay. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to go see? We're going to go see the Tom and Jerry film. But I'm looking forward to a couple more movies uh, in the future. There's one with uh, Bob Odenkirk. I can't think of it right now, but it's basically like an equalizer film, you know. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting back into the habit of going to the movies. Like Bob Odenkirk doing action? Yeah, man. Uh, it's called... Uh, let me see. Oh, it's called Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. He's basically like a Liam Neeson... Denzel Washington equalizer type character in the movie. It's it's kind of out of his roles, but uh, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. The trailer looks interesting. So, I've I've actually been slipping on um, uh, what's his uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah. What season are they in of that now? Is it th- is that show over? I th- God, I think no, no, it's not over. It's about to be whenever they film it. Um, I think they're going into their last season now, which is season six. But it's been yeah. taking like over two years just to get it because of uh, the Breaking Bad movie, uh, El Camino, and um, and then COVID kind of stopped production on Better Call Saul. Wow, I mean, I like I like Better Call Saul, but like I waited to watch it until it was like probably in its third season so I could binge it. Yeah. Um, because I mean I didn't watch Breaking Bad until it was all finished and I binged that. Um. And I, I, I think for shows like that, that's kind of like the, I mean, other than people who want to watch it week to week, I feel like that's a really good way to watch that show, like soaking up all the information all at once. But um, Better Call Saul is, is really good. I like uh, I like how they do the the little clips of him. Yeah. Like now after Breaking Bad, uh, when the season starts, like it's so, it's so funny. I like the one when he uh, got locked into the, the trash Place, oh yeah, like the trash room is so good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I have to, I'm gonna have to look up that that uh, movie he's in. Yeah, it's it it looks pretty good to me. Of course, I like a bunch of action films anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, man. How's your week been? New job, new haircut, right? New job, new haircut. You know what I'm saying for everybody on YouTube. You know, new look. I don't have the huge beard and the big old fro no more. You know what I'm saying? Got a had to had to clean it up for the new job, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it so far, and I mean, hey, I've been working with your little bro, so so we just been we just been getting it done. I uh, I definitely like this new place I'm at. So, but uh, other than that, man, I'm just I just been chilling. Nice. Um, I mean, hey. 
That's good. Everybody's moving up. And, um, you know, without without playing a bunch of tricks, you know, we're just going to go ahead and get into the the WandaVision bits. So, spoiler ahead for this episode, if you haven't seen the finale or all of WandaVision, you're basically just going to want to dip until about the last three minutes of the show because that's all <laughs> it's going to be about. Yeah, this is our this is our Wanda Vision season uh, uh, season one wrap up ex- extravaganza show. So, but um, so what did you think about the finale? And uh, well, I ask you what you thought about the show overall after after we talk about the finale. Uh, so am I am I talking about the finale or the show? The, the finale, the finale. Okay. Uh, I thought the finale was it was good. I mean the. I thought the story was kind of a heartbreaker. Um, the CGI battle was kind of a big mess, um, but the uh, the stuff that was really grounded, like the kids and Vision, that stuff was really nice. Um, Wanda fully like getting her powers was really uh, it was really nice. Um, um, I like I like the twist that they played in that battle between her and Agatha. Where she basically, you know, took her knowledge and used it against her. Um, so, I like the story itself, um, but I'm I'm really kind of excited to see where they take her because the one of the killing scenes was they get done with everything. Wanda walks right back into town to um, talk to Monica, and everybody's still looking at her because you know she basically like hypnotized their minds and used them for however long period of time and instead of getting arrested you know Monica was like hey I'd bring my mom back if I had your powers and uh basically she just lets her go and Wanda's like I can't change their opinion of me because she already has seen it before where she's tried to save people like in uh what's that place you know in Civil War where she's trying to help save people and, and ends up blowing it up with um you know uh crossbows oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when, when uh, what where was that that was uh i, I want to say it was like in africa but yeah they had the uh they had that they had a commercial in the show that was talking about it yeah i forgot where it was i mean either way it seems like her powers are so strong that the fact that she's already accepted, like, hey, I'm not going to change their opinion about me. I think it shows a different side of the MCU, which is really nice, because technically, um, even in Age of Ultron, like, you know, Tony Stark was responsible for basically everything that happened in that movie by creating uh, Ultron. Uh, he's basically the cause of millions of lives getting lost. Oh, and, yeah. and instead of, like, people trying to send him to trial... They just say, "Hey, sign these accords. Your your life will be okay." Like nobody, besides um, God, what's her name? That amazing actress at the beginning, uh, Viola. Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis. You know where she blames him for oh, the no, death of her son. Bro, that wasn't Viola Davis, bro. That was um. It wasn't. No, that was An An Angela something. Um. Really. I'm sorry. Yeah, I could have swore it was Viola. No, it it really wasn't. Sorry, sorry, everybody. We we're doing a look up uh, break. 
<laughs> oh. Hold on. It seems like it's Miriam Sharp. No, no, no. Sorry. That's who she plays. Yeah. Alfra Woodard. Yeah, Alfre Woodard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alfre. Yeah, you you done messed up there. She's listening to this. She's gonna be she's gonna be upset. She was like, you you miss mix me up with Viola Davis. I'm sorry. I literally, I don't know what I was thinking. I just watched that uh like that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, with yeah. uh, Viola and Chadwick Boseman. So, I guess I had her in my mind. But I'm sorry, I Alfre. I haven't seen that yet. What what is it? Is it on anywhere? Is it on uh, HBO Max or something? It's on Netflix, dude. Also oh, Netflix. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting to see that side of the MCU where she basically accepts the blame for kind of ruining those people's lives for a few weeks. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, I, overall, I thought it was a nice grounded story, and we'll get into other parts of it later. But uh, story-wise, I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, I absolutely loved it. I like that it picked up as soon as uh, episode eight. Uh, left off, and I mean, I'm a little upset that we didn't have an episode last week. I mean, sorry everybody, we couldn't get the couldn't get the timing right for uh, last week, so we had to skip. But um, I wish we could have talked about that episode because that episode was phenomenal. Oh yeah. But um, I like that it picked up right after that, and I don't know how you felt about the the like Wanda's vision and you know White Vision fighting, but. Uh, I definitely like the way they did that and the way they uh, got White Vision to realize what was going on, like his his whole conundrum he gave him. Yeah. And then giving him back all of his memories. But my thing is, where the hell did Vision go? He literally just said, I am Vision. Flew away and we never saw him again. I think, I mean, hey, if we want to go ahead and get into some real spoilers... I think that White Vision is going to come into play eventually. I mean, basically, Vision just brought back all those memories of Wanda's Vision into White Vision. And uh, if I was a betting man, I would say based off that post credit scene, since she's kind of focused on her kids, yeah. uh, I would say that eventually White Vision is going to come into play for her, and we're not going to see her like create a artificial one again. I mean, I... I... I hope so, but um, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. But other than other than uh, that in the episode, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought it was I thought it was really good. You said the CGI fight, like the witch fight, was wasn't good. Well, I like. So I'm a big fan of Catherine Hahn, and yeah. obviously I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Olsen and her uh, Scarlet Witch. Um. I thought the dialogue between them was really good. Most of the fight was pretty good. Like when uh, Wanda takes control of her mind and they go back to Salem. Yeah. That scene was really good. But when they're up in the air and, you know, Wanda's just basically throwing fireballs at her, you know, with her red powers, um, that kind of gets diluted. It's kind of a big CGI thing. But uh, I thought most of it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that that's one of my... Favorite moments of the episode, just of uh, her just trying to <clears throat> fight fight with uh, Agnes, and Agnes just like literally turning Wanda's hands like 
black because she was like taking all her power and her yeah. life away from her. I mean, it it could be much worse. I mean, at least it's not DC where they overdo the CGI and just yeah. like you know blind you with it. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the ending of uh, Black Panther, and it's I mean, not it's not Wonder Woman one or nineteen eighty four either or Justice no. League for that matter. God. Speaking of which, though, sorry, sorry to get off of Marvel, but uh, I'm so excited for uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. What yeah. about you? Uh, I'm. I could care less. I'll watch it. It probably won't be that much improved from Josh Whedon's version, honestly. Just yeah, because. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, his Zack Snyder's Batman vs Superman is kind of crap to me. I fall asleep during the movie, so. To see him take care of all those uh, Justice League members, I mean, it's probably not going to get much better. I don't know, man. I, I mean, we're going to get four hours of of uh, Justice League, and most that, of it is new stuff. More doesn't make it better. <laughs> Maybe I'm Qu- just a fanboy. Quantity doesn't equal quality. I know. I know that, but with all the research they did, there, I, I, I feel like it's going to be really good. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful, but even if it was good, they're not going to retcon all their plans because uh, Ray Fisher is basically intent on ruining his own career at this point, so he's never coming back as Cyborg. And uh, God knows what's happening to the Flash movie. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that movie. Well, I think, yeah, I think Ray Fisher, that's going to be the last thing he's going to be in is the Flash. No, he, they cut him. Oh, they, they cut him from the Flash? Yeah. I mean, this man keeps calling the executives out. They did, like, they hired an independent investigator to investigate Joss Whedon and the executive presidents and all that stuff in Warner Brothers. And they they basically found that Joss Whedon was the only one that was doing anything. Like, there wasn't any meddling between executives or anything like that. And uh, Ray Fisher is still, like, going after the executives on a daily basis. Well... At least he's fighting for something he thinks is right. I mean... At the expense of his own career. Yeah, all for him, dude. But uh, after the investigation, I probably would have shut up about it because now he's just... He's killing his own his his own career. Or at least his career in the in the DC universe. Like, at... at uh, I don't know. It, Warner Brothers. He's going to be one of those people that if you hire, you're going to have to walk around eggshells. Well, I mean... I don't know about walking on next shows. I mean, I, I'm sure there's, I'm sure you'd just be a decent person and, and work. Dude. Well, I don't know. Like Ray Fisher, he's got his own thing going on. I think he's ruining his career at this point, but, uh, but sorry. Yeah. Back to, back to WandaVision. Here's um, one of my, like, so I don't have like a specific list of like a top three or top five, like WTF moments from the finale. But how about freaking? Hey, you, you sound like you sound like Charlie, dude. I know, but it just came to <laughs> it just came to my mind where I was thinking about uh, how about director Hayward, just going and nearly he had no remorse about going to shoot those kids. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. But then my like my favorite thing is that Monica didn't even know that she was bulletproof. Yeah, and, and she just she jumped in front of the kids like just like I mean selfless like that's how. That's how you know she's about to be one of the best superheroes of all time, or at least 
in the in the MCU. And her ending scene was also like another you know WTF moment where the scroll is just uh, appears and says, "Hey, um, one of your mom's friends wants to talk to you." And I'm pretty sure that if people remember the big sword agency that was in space during a Far From Home, yeah, um, I think we're about to get like a Monica slash Nick Fury thing going on. And uh, that'd be pretty interesting to see her yeah, kind of evolve. I'm definitely excited for uh, Captain Marvel 2 to see her uh, hopefully using her powers more, doing her thing, because, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we got a little taste of her powers in, uh, in WandaVision, but um, I'm definitely excited to see what else she can do. And how about Paul Bettany playing us all? He said in the interviews, you know, there's a big A-list actor that was going to be popping up on the show, and they had great chemistry on set. And it was just himself the entire time. Him against White Vision. Like, people were, like he was, people were talking about that. They were like, he was like, oh, uh, we have such good chemistry. I've always wanted to work with this person. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for everybody to see it. And then when I saw the trailer for episode nine, and I saw that there was a White Vision going to be on there, I was like, He's talking about himself. He's just talking yeah. about himself. I think uh, Paul Bettany is one of my most favorite actors in the MCU because oh, yeah. he goes he goes unnoticed. Like literally, Iron Man one through three, he's playing Jarvis. Yeah, and, he's been in the MCU since the beginning. And then he's in Avengers one, obviously, and then Avengers: Age of Ultron. He turns from Jarvis into Vision. And he keeps saying that he goes into these meetings with Marvel thinking he's going to get fired for good. Like, yeah. he, he goes in there for Age of Ultron. He's like, hey, it was a good run. Uh, you know, it's all good that you guys are going to kill Jarvis. And then they bring him back like, no, dude, we want to keep you, like, for Vision. And then he gets pitched this show for WandaVision, and he goes in there saying, yeah, you know, Vision's dead in the MCU. It was a good run. And he's like, no, we want you to keep playing this character. <laughs> Like, he keeps going into these meetings, and he's talking about in interviews all the time where he thinks that he's going to be fired or dead for good, and they just keep yeah. bringing him back. Like, I mean, I think he's, I, I mean, he was great as Jarvis. I mean, I mean, just a robot voice. But um, when he became Vision, like, it, and I, and the fact that, like, he's, I feel like he's a, he's a good actor, you know what I'm saying? But, like, the way he played those uh, two different versions of Vision, was yeah. really good because you can tell like the one that Wanda created that um you know he has he ha that's the that's her memories of vision so he has that like you know kind of human side but yeah. the the white vision who's all just like who's meant to be a just a, ro a robot uh weapon like just the facial expressions on that vision like I feel like uh Paul Bettany hit that out of the park like Oh, I think so. He's he's basically had to play like four different versions of this character at this point. Um, but I mean, it's it's still really good. I like his version. Um, and you know, now that we talk about Paul Bettany and this A-list actor that he's got chemistry, let's get into the segment. You played yourself, bro. All right. I mean, listen. Everybody, everybody thought that we were gonna get something big that was going to be happening on this show. And to everyone who thought big stuff was going to be happening, I mean, other than the show itself, 
but I'm talking about if you thought that Reed Richards was going to show up in this show. Congratulations. You played yourself. If you thought Mephisto was going to be showing up in this show. Congratulations. You played yourself. If you thought Professor X was going to be showing up in this show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Hell, even if you thought Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be in this show as, I mean, of course, as uh, Doctor Strange. And last but not least, if you thought that Evan Peters was playing the Quicksilver version from uh, the Fox X-Men movies. It's so sad. Like... I felt like a super clown when when Doctor Strange did not show up at the end, because that's because that's really the only thing that I, I was hoping that was going to yeah. be in there. I honestly was also surprised with the kids not being real. Um, I thought the way the show was going down because Monica had said in those sword meetings like, "No, those kids are hers and they're real," and uh. I thought to myself, okay, I mean, you know, she's got that chaos magic. Maybe the kids are real. Um, yeah. And obviously the finale makes it seem like they're still real. Um, she's just got to find a way to unlock them from her magic or whatever. Uh, but I was like, man, like that final scene where the hex is just like, you know, going away. And, uh, of course, Marvel isn't going to show the kids dying because they yeah. already... They already showed a glimpse of it when the Hex was, like, you know, she was starting to break it in the final battle. And uh, she saw, like, her kids and Vision both in pain. Um, I was like, man, that's kind of dark if you think about it. Like, she lets that Hex come back and you don't see the kids die, but they technically kind of go through that same type of death. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I think Vision will find a way back just based off of everything they're saying. And those final lines like he says you know who knows what i might be next and um the kids i think she'll find a way um to unlock them do something but that was kind of a big you played yourself too because i thought those kids were gonna stick around and be real hey jared congratulations you played yourself sorry brother that's true um like i feel like uh Paul Bettany vision saying, uh, you, you never know what I'm going to be next. It's like a little, a little wink at the camera because he's like, aha, I get to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he finally is sure that, that, that they want to keep him around, at, uh, over at Marvel. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like it was, uh, when, when she broke the hex, like finally, and like said goodbye to her kids and goodbye to vision and everything. I, I don't, I don't feel like they, probably had that much of a painful death as as when they were trying to fight it uh earlier in the episode you know what i'm saying yeah so they they probably went more peacefully that time but but yeah that that post-credit scene with uh wanda just like you know sipping on a coffee at that cabin and then you go into the back room and then there's her in her full uh scarlet witch costume and she's reading through the dark holes and everything like and then she hears her her kids voices so i mean 
definitely, I mean, they're they're not gone, and I'm glad they're gonna be. They're probably gonna be using them as the you know young Avengers eventually. Um, I'm I'm definitely excited for that. Do you, do you think that she'll be able to get them back soon? Like maybe in uh, Doctor Strange. Probably. Um, I think. I mean, they say she plays a pretty key role in the next Doctor Strange film, so I think she's going to figure out some type of way because now she's got that book that draws power from other dimensions. Um, So I think she's going to be the one to kind of open a multiverse up, and uh, I think she'll figure it out. Uh, I don't think she heard both kids. I think she only heard the one with mind control talking about Help Me, Um, power similar as hers, uh, Billy. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't know if we'll see them soon, but maybe by the end of Doctor Strange, we could get a glimpse. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Like, uh, and how about the, how about her actual new MCU costume and that reveal? Um, um, I love it. Yeah. Like, I like their, their redesign of it and everything, but, and, uh. We both watch Emergency Awesome. Like I said, you you talked about your your WTF moments. Yeah. Uh, I like how he pointed out that her costume has been in in the promos and stuff for in the pictures the whole time. Like. Yeah. And nobody just kind of really noticed it until yeah. like the big reveal, like when the crown started appearing, you know, and she was uh at the stake. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, this is about to be lit. Yeah, well, like when that when uh, the crown appeared on uh, Agnes's mom's head, I was like, yeah. oh, is, is, are we about to get Scarlet Witch with the, with the crown with the red crown? And yeah, yeah, I I really like her costume too, and uh, I really, um. I mean, everybody, you know, we got played when, with all those big reveals and everything not not turning up. But um, Marvel does that to us all the freaking time. Like, oh, literally, yeah. um, everybody thought Hulk was going to get to fight Thanos again. No. <laughs> uh, literally, you know, in the Infinity War trailers, they've got Hulk running around in the Battle of Wakanda. And he's only in the movie for five minutes at the beginning and you never see him again <laughs> yeah I, I definitely like that um well i mean you see him a little bit when he's trying to get him to come out and then like you see you see his face he's like no but um yeah he just says no like twice in the in the rest of the movie but they only they only did that to cover up the fact that he wasn't going to be there and the fact that they had, like to highlight the the kind of internal struggle that he's having with uh bruce yeah, but I feel like they do that crap all the time. Like, in that WandaVision episode, Monica's talking about the famous, like, astrophysicist she knows. And everybody already starts speculating that it's Reed Richards. Um, and they're like, okay, this is going to be it. This is an intro to the Fantastic Four in the MCU. And then it just... This guy, like, never shows up. <laughs> but, um, oh, also... Sorry to go, to, to go back to You Played Yourself. If you thought they were going to do some mutant stuff in here. Congratulations. You played yourself. But only kind of because technically Monica became a, a mutant because her DNA got loose. 
Yeah. So messed up. <laughs> I mean, congrats to her, man. She just got some like amazing powers too. Oh yeah. Um, but okay. So since we talked about the finale, how do you think? I mean, what do you think about the show in its in its entirety, and how it how it uh, sets up for uh, Marvel Phase Four? I'm not sure what it sets up really. Uh, everything we knew at the end of the show, we kind of knew at the beginning. Like Wanda is extremely powerful, and uh, I mean. I don't really know what it sets up, honestly, because it didn't focus on setting up anything in particular. It was more a show about Wanda's actual grief, which I'm glad that they focused on a story like that, because she's literally one of the characters in the MCU that's lost, like, everything. <laughs> and yeah. um, so um, I'm not sure what it sets up for the next phase. Uh, if anything, that she's going to be a major part of like future films and Avengers and stuff like that. Um, for me, like, like you said, like that they focused on just kind of like her emotions and stuff. It was a, like, this, this show is a very emotional uh, type of show, but you know, when Agnes says that, uh, that she doesn't know what uh, she has unleashed and stuff like that, I think that's going to play a part in the, <clears throat> in the Doctor Strange movie, yeah, because of, uh, I mean, I feel like that's that's going to be the actual big villain that probably uh, Agnes was dealing with, and then after she defeated her, the the uh, the villain just kind of he's free to do whatever he wants to now. And can we get a special shout out to Catherine Hahn? Oh yeah, oh, I mean. Yeah. She's an amazing actress, dude, and uh, thank God this show has given her the credit that this lady deserves, because she's hilarious, and she apparently can play drama really good, too. Yeah, and, um, well, she had me fooled really, uh, really well whenever she was, uh, whenever Wanda took her back to the, to the state bit, yeah. and she's like, no, please, don't do it, I beg you. And then all the witches just come up and attack Wanda instead, like, had me go in there for a second. And then at the end, when she had lost her powers and Wanda switched her back into uh, the nosy neighbor, yeah, like, she played that <laughs> so well. I wouldn't like, be surprised if this show actually gets nominated for, like, a few Emmys just because of everything that they did. Like, they focused on, you know, like, four decades of different types of comedy and um and then it was also like a a dramatic horror show too so um i wouldn't be surprised especially since there's not like a lot of tv or movies coming out like if this one got nominated for a few emmys or something i wouldn't be surprised i hope so um but another thing i want to talk about since Mar it seems like uh phase four is going to be leaning more towards uh the multiverse and everything and then you know we got the doctor strange movie coming up and Doc and you know wanda is going to be in that and then Doc and then I've, I've heard that doctor strange is going to be in the uh third spider-man movie um is he i mean maybe it seems like everybody's going to be in the third spider-man movie it's probably just oh, yeah. a bunch of ploys like uh we got with this show 
but um i'm I'm thinking do you think that uh dr strange is going to become like a that that huge kind of like focal character of uh of the mcu kind of like how tony stark was uh i think he's important but um i would like for him to be a focal point because his powers are really cool um but I don't know how much of a focal point he'll be because technically the Avengers still need money. And, uh, you know, magic can't really provide that. So I would see Wakanda and, like, Shuri becoming a huge focal point in the future over Doctor Strange. Um, I mean, I, I hope he gets more screen time because I like his characters. Um, and the. There's just so many different types of cosmic possibilities with Doctor Strange. Uh, so I'm interested in his solo films. I hope he gets to three or four films like all the other main characters did. Um, oh, yeah. But I don't know how much of a pivotal role he's going to play because I feel like other movies like Thor, you know, can still be focused on in space, Guardians of the Galaxy. They're kind of broadening their horizons now and... I think he's important. I think he's going to open up like multiverses and everything. But I don't know if he'll be like the focal point of the Avengers. I think the idea has always been to bring Spider-Man back into the main face since he has kind of been that go-to character in the comics. Oh yeah. Do you think do you think that uh Sony and Marvel are going to be able to or Sony and Disney are going to be able to keep up the whole Spider-Man agreement? I think if they're smart, yeah. I mean, Literally, they didn't even get to film their own movie. They just saw all the outrage from where Sony, you know, they didn't renew that deal with Marvel. And uh, there was just so much outrage that they went ahead and, you know, signed it back because they were like, dang, well, if nobody's going to watch our movie, then how how are we supposed to make it since everybody I mean, loves the current situation? Well, let's be real. If... They didn't keep up the deal, and they just had... I mean, they still had Tom Holland playing Spider-Man just in the Sony movies. People will still watch. Like, Spider-Man would still do big numbers. I'd still, I'd still watch it, but I'd be worried, because uh, every time Sony has got their hands on Spider-Man, um, the first film usually does really good for directors. Uh, Sam Raimi was able to do a good second film. But uh, then, you know, like Mark Webb... And Spider-Man 3 for Sam Raimi, Sony gets caught up by all the money, and then they just start overproducing. Like, Mark Webb had interviews where they told him that he had to, you know, put certain stuff in the movie. Like, he had to add Rhino, he had to um, do that EDM song with Electro, because he was like, yeah, Sony kept saying, this is hip, this is what we need in this movie. Like, they, apparently when the first couple movies are successful, they just like to overdo it. And Marvel, yeah. I think, helps keep them kind of grounded in producing. Well, Sony has so many of those Spider-Man characters. They're just like, use them all. Let's use them all. <laughs> I mean, they should just be a little more smart with it. Kind of introduce one or two characters per film. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. We'll see what the future holds, you know, for the MCU. And uh, I like WandaVision. Looking forward to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier now. Yes. Okay. So what uh, we get the uh, the bonus, like behind the scenes 
episode of WandaVision this coming week. And the next next week we just jump right into the action with uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. So it's gonna be nice. Looking forward to it. And um I was really excited to see like what would be coming next after WandaVision. But technically Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come before WandaVision, so I, I just, I just really, I just want more WandaVision uh, Easter eggs and stuff, and uh, I want to see more fallout from that. So, I mean, but I... um, they they're talking about how uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be just nonstop action, and uh, the episodes are going to be longer than WandaVision, or at least that's that's what I've heard. Yeah. Well, it's and, also uh, shorter. It's only six episodes. Yeah, it's only six episodes. Um, but um, I don't know, man. The MCU, they, they, they have my money now forever. Yeah, they keep doing it. I mean, they, they kill off the big characters like Iron Man, and then they give us the WandaVision series. So it's exciting. I'm glad they uh, can keep the ideas fresh anyways and still make good content. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, as we uh, as we kind of shut it down, you know, is there uh, anything else you'd like to get into, or I can say like uh, some of the top three Google questions from 2020 here at the end? Oh yeah, um, I mean, I, I feel like uh, we did a pretty good job wrapping up Wandavision. So, all right. Well, one last little bit here, and then we'll close out the show for all of you. Um, so, obviously, Google has their most asked questions every year. And we don't have time to get into every single one of it, but we can start to kind of get into some of these funny questions um, at the end of these shows. So, from 2020, I'll get into a couple of the top questions. Um, my number one question from 2020, <laughs> the most asked where questions. And I'll just give the top one for this. Is where is my refund? Absolutely, bro. That's what everybody's wondering. <laughs> um, you know, the most asked when questions, uh, when we were young, that's not really a question, but it's it's typed up, you know. And the most asked why questions, I'll, I'll uh, close it off with these, is uh, why is there a leap day? Um, why are you always lying? Why is my poop green? And why are cats afraid of cucumbers? I I didn't know cats I didn't know cats were afraid of cucumbers. I'll have to try that out. Supposedly I I think I've read that like cats think that cucumbers are snakes. Hmm. Or at least like I mean if a cat's never seen a snake before then I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they get so they get afraid of it. Well, but after, um, what was what was the one that the other question you asked? Uh, why, why what? Um, why is my poop green? Why are you always lying? There's a there's a one you asked right before the why are you always lying one. Uh, why is there a leap day? Yeah, why is there a leap day? I always, I've heard of why. Well, I mean, I've read why, but I always forget why. Well, I mean, I could be very wrong on this, but. The short answer is I don't think we need it anymore. Like literally, uh, daylight savings time and leap days are just 
Actually, uh, leap days are only every four years. Every where, four years, yeah. Where um, February gets the extra day. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Probably yeah. has something to do with Earth's rotation or something scientific like that. Yeah, why well, we just need 366 days Yeah. Uh, in a year. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the that's the show. And, you know, if you want to follow me on Twitter... You can find me at Jared Evans. And, you know, if I had any closing thoughts, uh, you know, if you haven't seen WandaVision, go ahead and binge it now. Excellent show. Disney's pushing out a lot of good content now where Disney Plus is actually worth my money. So, you know, get into uh, something new this week. Watch some good television. Well, yeah, my closing thoughts, if you haven't seen WandaVision and, you're, and you made it to these closing thoughts, we, I mean, we ruined the show for you. Oh, I mean, we, unless you're like one of those people that just like don't care about spoilers, but I mean, we just we spoiled the hell out of it. But um, definitely, uh, thank you once again. I say this all the time. Thank you to everybody who's been watching and who's been supporting us uh, throughout this. What? Well, we've almost it's almost been a year. Well, we started in about August last year. Uh, close. I think it's July or September. June. Oh, we started. We started early. I think so. Oh man, well, never mind. We we we've almost almost had a year. So, thank you guys for for watching and letting us know about every, uh, how we're doing and everything. And thank you to everybody who has ever appeared on our on, on our show as a guest. And yeah, just uh, watch Wandavision if you haven't. And also, wear a mask. Or a mask. And you can find me on Twitter at young without the O underscore ABG. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at unheard underscore of pod. Uh, Facebook, search us up unheard of. We're there. YouTube, follow the link. <laughs> one day, one day we're going to be making that big YouTube money. You know what I'm saying? But as for right now, follow the link. um yeah and appreciate everybody tuning back in this week uh abg's got a new job and some stuff has been coming up for me so hopefully we get back on track um glad you're still tuning in and as always we love you we hear you and we hope you hear us hear it unheard of and once again i'm jared and i'm arthur and this was unheard of Yeah.